Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It's Coach Mark in Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and of course, InitialImpact.com. I'm here to help you try to live the best possible life that you can. In fact, there is no try, there is only doing, and together we can do so much. So if you're interested to find out more about my work, check out those websites, and of course, there's plenty of links down below, including my books, my courses, and you know you can subscribe to this podcast if you've just found me. Thank you very much. So today I'd like to speak to you about feeling lost, okay? And this is something that many of my coaching clients come to me um, with an issue about. Now, um, of course, lost can mean many, many things, okay? Um, We can be lost as in like feeling just overwhelmed, that we don't know which direction we want to go in. We can, you know, that's a metaphorical expression. Um, We know where we are geographically, of course, but in our lives, we feel that we have lost the map. We have, yeah, completely lost touch with our direction. And then, of course, you can be literally lost, you know, um, up a mountain. And that's what I'm going to speak about in a minute because I use my past experiences as analogies, almost as parables, I suppose, um, to help you understand and unpick in a neurolinguistic way what's going on for you in your life metaphorically. So let's get into this. So I don't know about you, but at times you can be very clear about where your life direction is headed, what you want to happen, and the general kind of things you need to put into place to make it happen. However, at times it can also have an effect that all of a sudden, out of nowhere it would appear, you feel like, hang on, I don't think this is where I need to be going anymore. And those moments can be quite overwhelming, um, particularly if they happen in quick succession. So I had a client many, many months ago now, a great guy, um, he was actually in LA. And you know, on the outside, he looked like he'd made it, right? Um, He was from China, um, had got himself all the way across to LA, a good job, um, sponsorship with a company there, green card on the way, all looking very, very promising. And we know how difficult if you're trying to immigrate and work in America that is. So he'd done exceptionally well for himself. And um, you know, as I say, to all intents and purposes, he'd made it. He was now living the dream. But here's the thing. He wasn't. From his point of view, he was totally and utterly lost. In fact, when he came to me, his words were, I am miserable. I am absolutely miserable. And you know, when somebody says that to you, but on the outside they appear to be successful, you know, you know that something deep is going on. So we we unpack it, okay? We unpack it. And when we looked at it, it turned out that the dream that he'd pursued, the direction that he'd gone in, were based upon all of those things that he'd achieved, and he'd achieved many, you know, a really successful guy out there in the States. They were based upon some um, illusionary future that he had imagined, which is lovely. You know, he'd done the first part of this very well, okay? Because in order to get yourself somewhere, you have to imagine. You have to imagine that future. And as I've said before in my quantum coaching um, talks, and if you've taken my courses or indeed had coaching with me, you'll understand more about what I mean there. That you have to put that future reality out there now as though it's happening now and draw it to you. And he'd done amazingly well to do that, to put in all of that, and then the steps started to appear. And the reason I'm sharing this story with you is because with quantum coaching, Many people think quantum attraction is all about um, getting positive stuff to turn up in your life, okay? The stuff that you really want, and it is. 
at the same time, we also have the ability to attract the stuff we don't want. So it's like everything in life. If there is day, there is surely night. If there is up, then there is surely down. If there is left, there is surely right. So it is no different with quantum attraction. So you have to be sure and quite certain about what you're putting out there and you want to attract to you in the first place. Now, in this gentleman's case, it appeared to be very positive things, right? Okay, a nice new life overseas in LA, nice house, lovely couple of cars. Uh, he got married, you know, children on the way. It seemed to him like that should be it. That's what he'd always thought about when being very little um, in China growing up and he came from a quite a small poor rural community, a lot of uh, sort of farming. His, his parents had to literally um, get, give everything they could to get him to university to afford the fees. Um, he didn't hardly see his family. He had to go to university in China, far, far away from the family hometown. So he didn't return back there for many years. Um, and because of course the distance to travel and the cost, okay? So <clears throat> this guy had sacrificed a lot and so had his family to get to this dream. And you know, <laughs> when it comes down to it, he'd reached it. And then suddenly one day woke up and thought, you know what, this isn't it. <laughs> this isn't it. And I want to tell you, that's okay. It's okay to have gone after something you thought you really, really wanted, truly believed in, okay? Started to create, brought it into your life and attract it, but to get it and then think, actually, you know, there's something else I've got to be. There's someone else I've got to, you know, go and be. And it's all right. But of course, there is a huge amount of pressure as there was on this gentleman to then keep going in this, this role that he created because his family were overjoyed, clearly. You know, they'd tell all their friends and family how proud they were of their son and their daughter-in-law. And, you know, and, and it was just like the family's dream too. And this, this is sometimes part of the issue. You see, we can often feel lost when we are operating underneath somebody else's map for our hike in the journey that I call the marathon of life. Okay, it is a marathon, it is not a sprint. Um, if you look at life, you will have fast parts, slow parts, bits where you have to stop, take a, a water break. You know, you might even have to pull over because you've pulled a hamstring, metaphorically, and then get back up on your feet and start running again. So we can really think that we are doing extremely well in this marathon, and we're so obsessed and focused on crossing that line that we forget to one enjoy the journey which is the run the actual whole running process okay seeing the world go by us and taking time to appreciate where we're at at that moment and in addition <clears throat> even worse we might have forgotten and missed the fact that now we have gone off the track that we are still running our marathon but oh my goodness we are running in the wrong direction you know you can imagine how that would feel if you were running the big marathons like the london marathon and found that you'd taken a sign and you were suddenly away from the rest of the runners and you thought you were doing well because you you think you were ahead right you'd be like wow i'm ahead there's nobody around me keep going only to realize sadly that you were running away from the finish line so at some point in your life, you might have like this gentleman, a realization that actually, yeah, this is the wrong direction. This isn't where my finish line lies or what I want to do. So I suppose your next question is, well, what do we do about that? It's okay to say I'm lost, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what I'm doing. So here comes my analogy of the mountain. When I was in the Canary Islands for a couple of years, I used to go hiking 
up the volcanic mountains, <clears throat> usually late at night. It's beautiful because you could always see the stars. It was very clear there, no clouds as such, not like the Philippines. Um, and it was it was a beautiful experience. You see all the twinkling lights down below, the Atlantic Ocean and the moon playing on the waves. And it was just to get some headspace. You could really think about your life and what was going on. Uh, one particular night though, um, I took just my rucksack because I, I didn't used to take a lot. I knew those mountains like the back of my hand and that's a great idiom, all right? Um, it means that you could probably walk them with your eyes shut because I'd been up and around them so often at various times during my two and a half years there um, <clears throat> that it was like they were like old friends to me and and it really did feel a very healing place to be. I loved being amongst the mountains. It was where I was my most productive and creative and um, you know this one particular night I took a wrong turn and at first I didn't didn't really figure it out you know I was just going because I didn't have a torch I never needed a torch I knew my eyes had adjusted to the dark there was the moon usually all the stars and uh, it was quite quite bright to see but it was really strange and I was walking and walking and walking some more and I thought hang on these mountains the shadows of the mountains around me were not the usual sort of silhouette the outline of the mountains that I would experience there on my journey and at first I thought oh, okay I'll, I'll keep going and then something inside me started to get louder. You know that little warning voice that's saying, uh, uh, I think this is wrong, I think this is wrong. Now, I kept walking for a bit more and then I thought, no. And then panic set in, seriously, because I thought, oh, I am truly lost. And this was like my, oh, like aha moment, because it was like nearly midnight. I was up this mountain, <laughs> clearly in a place I didn't recognize at all. There were ravines and gullies there, you know, cliffs you could fall off. Um, you know, if you mistook the shadows for, you know, gullies, then you would literally be down into that dark area and fall off a cliff. So it was like, okay. So at that point, panic sets in. You know, you get the adrenaline rush, you get the beating of the heart, the throat and mouth goes dry, and you can't think. Because what happens when your adrenaline gets too high and your cortisol levels, which is a stress response hormone we all release when we're anxious or terrified, it goes so high it creates all these bodily biological functions okay which can panic us even more right we feel very ill sick sometimes okay now <clears throat> what i had to do was calm myself down and say stop if you're lost when you realize you're totally lost stop do not go any further and i use this as an analogy for life if you really feel lost today if you are in in some situation and you've been going for a period of time and you keep thinking, this will be okay. I think I'm on the right track. I know I'm on the right track. But something inside is alarming you. Listen to your instinct. Listen to your internal body clock because it's not wrong. It's trying to tell you something. But what happens in, in the day and age that we live in is it's all very busy. There's so much noise. And if you're getting bombarded by your boss or the social media, and if you have kids and your partner and your parents might be blowing things up, you know, it's, it's pressurized, right? We don't have time to stop and just consider, well, where am I? What am I doing here? So today I'd like to encourage you to stop. If you're feeling lost, it's okay. It's okay. But it's time to stop. It's time to stop in the middle of your metaphorical marathon here on the top of your mountain hike and consider where you are. Now, you might say that's all very well and good, Mark, but how do I find the time to do that? And what do I do when I do find the time to do that? Okay, so yeah, you've got very busy lives, all of you. I have busy life too. 
But if we can just take 10 minutes out of our day, which I'm sure we all can, you know, it's the equivalent of making a coffee, brushing our teeth, maybe and checking your emails or something, right? I think we can all manage to do that. 10 minutes a day, every day, just to check in with yourself when you're feeling lost. Get a piece of paper. You know I'm a fan of pen and paper or pencil and paper because it activates the neural circuits in your head that help you plan better than just punching buttons on a screen. And I want you to scratch down on that, that piece of paper or get yourself a notebook even actually for this. Then you can look back at where you've come from to where you're at now. And I want you to write down everything that you're feeling about your situation today. Okay, all the feelings, the sensations, are you feeling guilt, shame, happiness, excitement, anger, resentment, hate, um, joy, love, lust, what is it? What is that emotion? Write them all down. Okay, so get all those emotions down. And then I would like you in another part to write down what you think, what you think is keeping you lost. Why have you become lost? So all the reasons that you can figure out, and you might say, well, I don't know. If I knew that, I wouldn't be lost, would I? I agree, but just try it, please, because it's a case of sitting and getting very quiet with this. Most people um, immediately react with that line that I've just given you, but it's because you haven't made time to actually get quiet to do this, to consider what do you think happened to get you lost? Where did that go wrong? Because what we have to do in very physical terms here is pinpoint the time in your life when things were going better and then when you took the wrong turn. Okay, because that will help us decide how we then get back on the path of where you wanted to go. So if, say, for example, your dream was to become a lawyer and then at some point you realize, actually, you know what, uh, being a lawyer is really boring and uh, no offense to lawyers here, um, it might not be. But anyway, from your point of view, you think it's boring. It's just going to be working for a corporate company for the rest of my life. It's too serious for me and I want to become, I don't know, a painter or something very extreme like that. Then if you push beyond that, we would say at that point is when you pushed yourself in the wrong direction. You got yourself lost. Okay, so try to figure out the point when you got lost. And then ask yourself the next question, okay? How many of those emotions, so look at your emotions column that you wrote down in the first part. How many of the, the emotions are positive ones? So what I'd like you to do is obviously work them out, right? So group them and count them. How many positive ones and how many negative ones? So clearly positive ones, just to be clear here, are things like love, happiness, okay, excitement, um, joy, um, anticipation, enthusiasm, motivation. Negative ones are things like lust, um, anger, hate, guilt, shame, confusion, okay? And I want you to count them up. Count up how many you've got of each. Now, clearly, if you've got more negative emotions, then this is where we have to work because all of these are kind of resonating and keeping you at the quantum level now at a lower vibrational state, okay? So depending on the ratio of positive emotions to negative depends on how much work we have to do to help you unstick and raise your vibrational rate, okay? And when you've got that figure, what I'd like you to do is think about the things that you do to increase the number of positive ones you've got on there. So what do you do to make you happy? What gives you happiness? What gives you joy? It might be just listening to a piece of music. It might be making your favorite cup of coffee in your favorite chair, you know? It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be expensive. Just something that works for you, 
okay? Or what brings you love into your life? Do you love looking after your animals or your children or your partner? What is it? And when you find that one thing that resonates with you the most, that gives you the most happy feeling, I'd like you to try and make more time for that in your life. That's your next step. So really, all I'm trying to do at this stage is get you to resonate at a higher vibrational state because without getting back to the higher vibrational state, it is pretty much impossible for you to create the future, a nice positive future and unstick yourself and become not lost anymore. Um, because you're in such a low vibrational state and maybe very deep demoralized and kind of disheartened about where you've reached in your life. So we just want to boost that. We want to give you like a little bit of TLC and get you feeling those happy hormones again. So I'd like you to just engage in more of that stuff. If it's reading a book, make some time, 10 minutes a day for your book, for you time. As I say, I'm sure you can carve out this time. It's not a lot of time I'm asking you to spend, but it will definitely help you move forward. Okay, so I'd just like you to try those techniques today. If you're feeling lost and overwhelmed, like I say, go through the steps I've described there. Feel free to let me know how you get on. Uh, you can drop me an email at hello at initial-impact.com. If you want a more immediate connection with me, Telegram is always the way. Um, I don't spend a lot of time going through all my emails. It does take me quite some time. As you can imagine, I'm a busy guy and I do get lots of people messaging me. So um, if you want to have more of a real-time instant chat, then Telegram is the, uh, the one for you. Uh, the link is down below. And when you've got yourself feeling slightly happier, the next step then is to consider, right, okay, you look at your pivot point, the point where things went a little bit wrong, where you went off the path, all right, when you decided that being a lawyer, for example, in this case, wasn't for you. At that point, at that point is where you want to be looking at and think, right, so I went wrong there, how do I, how do I move my life back in the direction I want to go? Where was I headed before I decided to be a lawyer and then being a lawyer was bad? So you're going to have to go back in a way and say, what did I really want to do? What was my passion? What is my passion? And actually it might be one of those things you've put on the list there. So I'd like you to look at what you've got on the list that brings you joy and happiness and love and see if there's something on that list that you could actually turn into your, maybe your career or your life mission or whatever it is that you feel lost about. So sometimes it's not just careers we're talking about here, you know, it could be relationships. So <clears throat> you may have been going out with somebody for quite some time. You may be married, you know, you may have been married for a very long time, but <sighs> this can happen a lot. And I'm going to cover this in an, another podcast about knowing when, when to quit certain things and when to carry on. Um, and quitting is seen always as a negative thing. Right? We always say to quit is negative, but actually it can also be positive. For example, we'll talk about quitting smoking, okay? Right? That's not a bad thing. That's actually really healthy for you to stop that, okay? So quitting doesn't always have to be negative. It can be positive, quitting eating all that sugar, okay? Uh, quit watching too much TV or using too much social media or whatever it is. Quit doing so much exercise. The point is this. Sometimes we end up in relationships and they really should have ended a very long time ago. And if it's a relationship that's making you feel lost, if you're unsure that it's really important to get quiet on that, just like we've described, and work it out and think, where was I going before I decided this relationship wasn't quite right for me? Okay, and why did I push further? Mm -hmm. 
So you've got to get in touch with that emotion. Again, I want you to write down all the emotions. It's the same steps as for the career. Just write down the emotions going on about this relationship and where you're at. Are you angry? Are you resentful? Are you, I don't know, jealous? Whatever it is, try to work it out. And then also, again, weigh up how many positive emotions you've got, okay? And there may not be many or there might be a few. And what you've got to do again is find the stuff that gives you more of those positive emotions. And once you raise that vibrational state, okay, and just stop focusing on the relationship, just, I know it's, it's easy to say, but try to let go of the relationship for now. I don't mean like let go as in like say goodbye to them. I just mean don't overthink the relationship. Just engage in the things that bring you joy, like painting or the coffee or going to your dance class or watching your favorite film or whatever that is, okay? Just try to get yourself to a nice vibrational happy state and the answers will start to come because your subconscious will then be able to work better. At the moment, it's kind of in that terror moment, like I described at the mountain. You've got this cortisol, adrenaline, your stress, your anxious, you can't think anything. You can't plan anything. And if you keep stumbling along, you're just gonna keep going and going in this journey and possibly take yourself off a cliff. And trust me, this comes from a guy who knows. Remember, I don't share anything in my coaching sessions or my podcasts or my courses that I haven't tried or experienced myself. So you can be reassured that what I'm talking from is a place of authenticity, that I have either been there or walked that path and this is why I'm suggesting that you may like to try these techniques for yourself. I'm not saying they're gonna work for everybody, but I'm here to try and share with you some insight and a different way of looking at your life from an NLP and a metaphorical and almost like a parable level so that you have something as a point of reference to navigate to. So just try that for me today, okay? Just give that a go. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain, okay? The only thing you've got to lose is perhaps a very poor relationship, a bad career, depression, anxiety, and what you've got to gain is joy, happiness, love, and purpose. So I think it sounds like a certainly a nice offer to give it a go. It doesn't cost you anything other than 10 minutes of your time each day to do, okay? And then, yeah, sometimes we have to know when to quit. We have to know when to just say enough is enough. And it's okay to do that. It takes, it takes big, big courage to do it, okay? Because there's lots of people who might be expecting, like my, my wonderful friend at the beginning there, my Chinese guy, you know, in the end what he did, he went back to China. <laughs> yeah, he went back to China. He realized that he didn't want the flashy car. He didn't want the flashy house. What he thought he wanted, turns out he didn't. Okay. What he actually did was he went back to his family's home and he helped them with the, the business skills that he'd learned in LA, okay, because he was doing a very, very intense job. He, he developed their farm. He developed their farm. Okay. He made it profitable. He actually took those skills back to his hometown and helped, helped there. So you can see that nothing is wasted in life. Even that experience, even though it took him like 10 years away down a, a, the wrong path in the end, but he was still able to bring what he learned from that, that journey, that wrong turn into his new reality that he created. And when he did that, when he finally accepted and you know, his family took a little while to adjust to it, but he just kept going, this is what I need to do now and I hope you'll be happy for me, then that was that. He just imagined that they would be happy for him. He just kept putting out that emotion, even though they were kind of tutting and shaking their heads and saying they couldn't believe, or would he give it all up? Was he crazy? But he knew what he needed to do. And that takes great courage. But you have that courage inside of you. You all do, you just don't know it. Some of you do and some of you don't. 
And I suppose my job, if you want to call it a job, although I don't look at what I do as a job, it's like breathing and, and, and just, yeah, you know? For me, I'm here to try and encourage you to say it's okay. It's okay to look at your life and say, I don't want that. What do I want, okay? Yeah, we've got to be careful how we go about it. I agree. People can get hurt in the process. There will be people who get disappointed. But ultimately, it is only your life, not other people's lives. Like this gentleman, he was living someone else's dream. And if you carry on living someone else's dream, then sometimes we find bad health turns up, um, mental health disorders start to raise their head because you're really out of sync. In a quantum experience, you're resonating all over the shop. You know, you're kind of vibing with somebody else's vision for you and you're totally off your own vibrational scale. So put yourself back on your vibrational scale today. Get yourself unlost just by taking those steps I've mentioned there. If you'd like to go through it in more detail, you can get a 30 minute free session with me to practice some of these techniques together in a live Zoom call. Just go to initial-cut.com to get that. And remember this, I got off that mountain, <laughs> okay? I managed to use the stars around me to navigate because I knew that the star was above my apartment and it was in the wrong place in the sky where I was, so I knew which direction I needed to head back. So whenever you're lost, just remember to stop and look up, look around, take some time out of your busy day, because part of the problem is we're too busy. Just get quiet, look around you, look for your stars, they're there. The stars will help you navigate, metaphorically as well as literally, and you will find your way back home. You will find your way to your destiny. Remember everybody, the journey is the destination. So today, journey very well. If it's the evening, then have a great sleep. And all I can say is, may everything you wish come true. Take care, stay safe, I'll see you soon.